is Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, why mistaking a complex mid-foot foot injury with a simple sprain happens so often. It's the second most common injury in malpractice litigation against radiologists and emergency room physicians. List frank injuries. No one is immune when Radio Health Journal returns. I'm Reed Pence, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show. Here's a preview of what they're covering on Viewpoints this week. We were down now in the summer of 68 to having about 16 months left to land on the moon as President Kennedy had promised in 61. The daring mission of Apollo 8. Then... A sundown town is a town that for decades was, and some of them still are, all white on purpose. A look at one of the racist institutions still lingering in America. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. Listen to Viewpoints on your favorite radio station, iTunes, and Stitcher. Our feet are made up of many different bones and joints. One is called the Lisfranc joint. It helps us move around from day to day. The Lisfranc joint is essentially the apex of your foot. It's right in the middle part of your foot. And it's kind of the area that helps to propel and provide stability whenever you move from side to side. That's Dr. Mark Hardy of the Balance Foot and Ankle Wellness Center in Lakewood, Ohio. Football and soccer players most frequently suffer from midfoot Lisfranc injuries, but they can happen to anyone. You see it in everyone. It's a rare injury. About 1 in 55,000 to 60,000 people will sustain a Lisfranc injury. You see it a lot in athletes just because of the nature of the sport. But you also see it in motor vehicle accidents. You see it in industrial accidents. You see it in the average person who sprains their foot in a hole in the yard. If you're suffering from midfoot pain, bruising, or swelling, and it's been going on a while, you might want to see a foot specialist. People often make the mistake of simply walking off what they think is an ankle or foot sprain. But if you've injured your Lisfranc joint, it's a must to have it treated. One of the things that we recognize when patients come in and relate an ankle sprain is they don't often know the difference between an ankle sprain and a foot sprain. We always evaluate from the toes up toward the knee to make sure that what they perceived as an ankle sprain is not this Lisfranc injury because it can have long-term consequences from arthritis to chronic pain to the need for surgical intervention. Patients aren't the only ones mistaking Lisfranc injuries for simple sprains. Even doctors in emergency rooms may mistake them. Most physicians that don't have an experience in foot and ankle injuries often miss it. Interestingly enough, it's the second most common injury in malpractice litigation against radiologists and emergency room physicians, just because it's an easy injury to miss due to all the bones that comprise that part of the foot. Sort of an important point with this injury is that most doctors, even in the emergency room, they're not really familiar with the injury or how significant the injury really is. So when the x-ray comes back normal, they'll tell the patient, oh, you just have a simple sprain of your foot. Here, you know, you have the foot and ankle 
specialist here at IBJI, we're always looking out for this injury. And it's not uncommon that a patient will come from the emergency room thinking they just have a sprain. And then we tell them how significant this injury really is. And they're actually quite surprised. That's Dr. Brian Waxman, an orthopedic surgeon at Illinois Bone and Joint Institute. He says that although this unique injury is not extremely common, it can have a serious impact on a patient. It's a significant injury in that the long-term problems related to it can be very significant. So at the end of the day, you know, almost all of orthopedic stuff is about pain. So when people have this injury, they're just at a much higher incidence of having pain, swelling, and such down the road. And if the diagnosis isn't made and it's mistreated, the incidence of developing post-traumatic arthritis becomes much greater. So how are Lisfranc injuries treated? Well, that depends on the degree of the injury. There's multiple ligaments that stabilize these bones together that comprise the Lisfranc joint. So you can have a spectrum of injury from a simple sprain to a fracture and a dislocation of that joint. And just like with other sprains and dislocations of the ankle or the hand or the wrist or the shoulder, some can be treated with a walking boot or a cast, ice, elevation, over-the-counter medications. And those on the other end of the spectrum are often treated with some type of surgical stabilization, whether that's with pins or screws or plates or a combination thereof. There are some things you may want to consider if you have a Lisfranc injury and you're thinking about surgery. For example, different careers might require more aggressive treatment. If there's any separation of the bones more than one to two millimeters, it's going to require surgery to fix. Normally, in most things, orthopedically, one to two millimeters isn't that significant. But in midfoot or Liz Frank injuries, two millimeters is a huge amount. So anything more than one to two millimeters is going to require surgery. Usually this is done with either small plates or screws. Higher energy injuries, car accidents, jumping off of a roof, that kind of thing, where there's significant displacement and often there's fractures associated with it, often actually require a primary fusion of the midfoot in order to prevent the long-term problems. These types of procedures, these surgeries are often outpatient. So you come in, you go home that day. Depending on the degree of injury and dislocation and fractures that are involved, it may range from four to six weeks of non-weight-bearing on that particular limb to two to three months of non-weight-bearing. And then that's usually followed by custom orthotics, physical therapy, and then the functional return to what their pre-injury level was. Surgical options can be intimidating. However, foot and ankle specialists often encourage them. Even if they're treated perfectly and the anatomy is perfectly restored, there's still about a 25% chance of developing arthritis in the joint, even correctly treated. So if it's missed and it's not treated and there is widening, and it's not surgically corrected, that incidence of arthritis goes just through the roof. And above about a five millimeters of displacement of the bones, if not corrected, there's probably approaching 100% chance of developing you know, arthritic symptoms. Although it's hard to completely avoid Lisfranc injuries, it's one sprain you never want to have. Here are some tips on how to prevent them from happening. Wearing good supportive shoes, being mindful of the activities you participate in. Sometimes it just chalk it up to bad luck with these injuries. But I think shoe gear is very important. 
And, you know, if it's a shoe that you can place in both hands and easily fold on top of itself, not a good shoe for most of us. So it places us at greater risk. And then I think also just not turning a blind eye to what may seem like a simple foot sprain or ankle sprain. If it's something that lasts for several days or more than a week, it definitely behooves all of us to get in and have it checked out by a foot and ankle specialist. You can find out more about all our guests on our website, radiohealthjournal.net. You'll find archives of our shows there as well as on iTunes and Stitcher. Our writer this week is Ariana Kraft. Our production director is Sean Waldron. Additional studio production by Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. More than 22 million Americans are living with asthma, a complex, ever-changing condition that requires active attention. Some patients let their attention slip because they think their asthma is well-controlled when it's really not, and that can be a dangerous misconception. But now, asthma patients have a new digital interactive shared decision-making tool to help them communicate with their clinicians to properly manage their asthma. The tool is a partnership between the Chest Foundation, the Allergy and Asthma Network, and the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. It encourages patients and providers to work together to improve self-management skills and helps to guide the dialogue about treatment options, weighing benefits, risks, costs, and patient preferences to choose the best treatment plan. Doctors hope the shared decision-making tool can improve communication, patient satisfaction, and overall outcomes. You can find it at severeasthmatreatments.chestnet.org. Breastfeeding is known to be good for baby, but now there's more evidence of how good it is for mom as well. A study in the Journal of the American Heart Association shows that the overall risk of stroke is 23% lower in postmenopausal women who had breastfed compared to those who had not. Among breastfeeding black women, the stroke risk drops by 48%. The benefit increases for women who breastfed for longer than six months as well. Dr. Lisette Jacobson of the University of Kansas School of Medicine, Wichita, is lead author. This is one more reason why, if you are pregnant, you should consider breastfeeding as part of your birthing plan and continue breastfeeding for at least six months to receive the optimal benefits for you and your infant. Other studies have reported that breastfeeding may reduce the risk of breast and ovarian cancer, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. Stroke is the fourth leading cause of death among women over 65 and the third highest cause of death among older Black and Hispanic women. Thank you for listening to Radio Health Journal, a production of MediaTracks Communications. If you enjoyed this week's show, please leave a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. You can find more Radio Health Journal stories about health, science, and technology on iTunes, Stitcher, and at RadioHealthJournal.net.